Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, of course, welcome back. You know, if you've listened to us before. Or welcome. I'll just say welcome. Yeah. yeah. Now, if I were a betting man, I would say there's at least three or four hundred folks um, back for at least a second bite at the poison apple that is this podcast, right? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we got a, we got a bunch of countries, like 20, some odd, 30, I don't know, something like that. A lot of people, but what have you. How's your week been? Uh, it's been incredibly busy. So I have, uh, let's see, hosted birthday parties and... I drove about a thousand miles this week, uh, which is always a joy. Uh, and then, you know, doing things around the house, doing some studying and yeah, I'm exhausted. I, I need some, some me time, I suppose. I suppose. And, and for folks that are back or folks that are just listening to us for the first time, Teddy's in the studio with me tonight. Amazing enough, at least for the first, first half of this. That's, that's yeah, the dog, it's, it's by the way. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. Teddy, yeah. Teddy's, Teddy's, Teddy's been locked inside with the air conditioning while Dan has been locked outside without the, the last few weeks, I feel like. Yeah, and uh, I think he finally so. he finally said, you know what, I'm, I'm going with you tonight because he saw, saw me like, grab the computer and do the things. And, you know, we're sitting here recording on a Tuesday. So he was like, oh, got to go to work. So he's over there. Anyhow, what are we talking about? Yeah. I, I guess we're going to lean in on privacy one more time, right? One more At time. At least one more time. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to this, but I think it, 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 this is, <laughs> of course, we're going to. Um, this isn't the worst. We've kind of been hammering on a thing, but weirdly enough, I think we kind of wanted to start on this particular topic to go into privacy. And then with the with obviously what's happened in this country um, with some of what's going on with discussions about the fourth amendment, a few other rights that have been taken away. uh, We had to turn it around. So it's kind of interesting when you think about it, because you and I wanted to start with what people think they have vis-a-vis borders and, and rights and this and that, that and the other. And then all of a sudden, you know, we had done a bunch of show notes and then all of a sudden, you know, the Supreme Court here in this country takes rights away from people and then also indicates that they're they're okay because some stuff's not enumerated in the Constitution, apparently, uh, maybe going further. So if you haven't... Yeah, no, and it's... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you haven't listened to the last, let's say, three podcasts, um, listen to number two... Um, or listen to all three, but definitely number two, or or our most recent one, um, just so we don't have to go long and, and you know reiterate some of this stuff. I mean, to your point, it's uh, this is sort of a the 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 construct of the Fourth Amendment. Anyhow, is I think what a lot of people reference, at least what I reference in terms of you know our understanding as Americans, um, citizens, and sometimes otherwise of what your right to privacy here is in this country. I mean, that definitely it plays a big part, but again, we don't have a specifically enumerated right, which we've gotten into. And then, you know, the United States, I won't say we're unique, but a unique thing about the United States is, you know, we're, we're, we're a nation 
uh, but we're also divided into states, and we have this concept of states' rights uh, as well. And then even down to the municipal level, various local governments have different standards depending on where you are. And so not every member of this nation has the same liberties or the same freedoms. And it, it gets very confusing as to, you know, how that's all governed and how it's all laid out. You know, some states you can go smoke marijuana if you want to. Other states you will go to prison for it, right? And we're all citizens right. of the same country, uh, which, you know, from an outside perspective, I would think might look a little fucking crazy, <laughs> you know, if you're in another country and you're like, wait a second. So you're all United States citizens and uh, this behavior is completely fine in one place, but in another place, you'll go to prison, right? Is, am I getting that right? And yes, you are. Yeah, you are. And, and, and so when and, we start attacking constitutional rights, it becomes like even crazier uh, because we're saying this right, you know, for those that aren't ultimately familiar with it, if there's a constitutional right, everybody in the nation has it. It's guaranteed. Doesn't matter where you are. You're good to go. If it's not protected, then the states do it. And so when you unwind one of those, you get to see how the process works. Uh, and it's kind of terrifying, really, to go, this is no longer a constitutional right. And now the states, it's like a feeding frenzy of like extremists and like religiously motivated zealots. And, you know, it, it's just, it's wild. Like people want to grasp at power over other people. Um, and, you know, there's a certain element of human nature that starts to come out in all of it as well. Well, and to your point, for anybody that's listening for the first time, what we're, we're referencing, obviously, is there was an understood right in this country um, under Roe v. Wade, um, right to your reproductive rights and um, basically body autonomy for women. And that was an understood right. It was argued and considered settled law we're not attorneys over here but my understanding it was considered settled law under the construct um of stare decisis and it was struck down and during that period of time several opinions papers stuff got out and it's like well um that particular issue was argued on the right of privacy and now um at least one if not a couple of the justices have indicated because Privacy is not enumerated specifically privacy in the Constitution of the United States of America that um, maybe that's not a great way to settle law. And um, they're open to other things, which is absolutely fucking terrifying. Um, and I know there'll probably be some some at us on the Twitter people out there that listen to us and say, well, you, you guys are overreacting or whatever. We're not overreacting folks and I think part of what we'll lean into on this podcast is I think um, there's not too many people that are aware of just how much of an erosion there's been on our privacy um, but in this country I think Brandon weirdly enough and I brought this up before we started recording tonight the 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 one thing that seems to come back that we always talk about here on the 14 questions or, or almost always is the toss um, this const construct and, and legal agreement you have um, under your terms of service, uh, which is the whole thing onto its own. But weirdly enough, um, that seems to feed back into a thing. 
Um, and, and we'll get into that more after the break when you get into some of the some of the rights that I think people sort of my privacy rights, my privacy, you can't do this. And, you know, I think before we go to go to break, because maybe we'll go to break right now and then come back and get into the weeds a little bit on this. But I'm reading a statistic right now um, that nearly two out of three people who live within the United States are within the 100 mile border zone. And so we're going to talk about a border zone, which is where we wanted to start. Because I don't think a lot of people understand what a border zone is. Yeah, and I mean, we've we've talked about it briefly in the past, but we'll get into it a little bit more. Uh, cool. You want to... In the meantime, I suppose we'll take a quick break and uh, get into the nitty gritty. We'll be right back. All right. Sit tight. Quick break. Pretty fast one, actually. Yeah, we've definitely taken longer breaks, right? I mean, for us. Yeah. So, you know, we've been... Um, <laughs> I mean, that was pretty uh, nice first half. We've been pretty measured. Uh, you know, because if, if anybody's listened to the last three episodes, we get a little fired up over here about uh, privacy. So my, my snarkuterie might have to... Uh, it might come out. Just, uh, folks... Be pre-warned. Yeah, these things happen from time to time, so I'll I'll, I'll allow it. I, I vote for it to carry on. So it, this is so fucking amazing to me. Okay, so, you know, you hear about all this invasion, caravans, all this garbage, and wh- whatever it is. And, I mean, you know, I this country, I think we, we've covered this because we, we cover immigration, and we that, that gets conflated with border control and you know how you secure a country and all this other stuff and i've got nothing but respect for the agencies and how they're trying to do something but you know they they kind of need to calm down a little bit um sometimes when they're kind of just firing a thing up and i i think um and that's across all news media but you know particularly a couple i think what what's more concerning to me and, you know, I'll get called out for, okay, oh, great, I'm citing, you know, the um, ACLU over here. Um, but basically, they have some very good informative stuff. Um, know your rights, 100-mile border zone. And for other folks, um, that's also 165 kilometers, if you want to run some math. And I should have mentioned, too, that that's the, the American Civil Liberties Union, um, organized in um, 1920. They've been a little worried about a thing over here. So it's nice to have that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's an interesting concept of, of what you're referring to. And, and I, I would hazard a guess that less than one out of ten Americans are aware of the concept uh, that we're about to dive into. I would say. I'd say less than, less than one in ten. Right. I, I wouldn't doubt. I mean, I I follow this stuff. You know, um, I immigrated to this country, and you know, notice that this zone 
mostly because it, it, the, it, the, the, my initial understanding was that it's a zone between Canada and the U.S., the largest land border, blah, 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 whatever, largest border, um, got expanded. Said that's 100 miles. 100 miles is a long way. And it got, I forget what the original mileage was. We'll get into a detail on this maybe in, in another podcast. But for now, picture a big red highlighter around the entire a hundred miles wide, right? And hundred miles wide from 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 the border, from the edge of anything it touches, the Great Lakes, you know, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Ontario, um, uh, down into you know the the southern continents, um, and then yep, your, your I was say, even even the seaboard, and yeah, literally. Yep, and then go out to Hawaii and put that same highlighter around Hawaii and then Honduras and some other places that basically just paint those red because they're in the sea. Um, two out of every three people live within this border zone. 100 miles. Yeah, this it turns way. out. Uh, in turn, just in, like major in, cities go around waterways and, and points of entry or ports of entry. So do uh, people tend to congregate, and so that puts a massively large amount of the population within these quote-unquote border zones. Correct. So the interesting thing is under some of the acts down here, whether or not that's the Patriot Act that was signed into law after 9-11 and, and some other um, stuff that was done, and I, I think I've said this in the past in another podcast that we did, you know, I walk into an airport, I walk, I, I drive up to a border in, in this country or another country or coming into this country. I've got nothing but respect. And I also know I've done a fair amount of traveling, um, you know, even as, even as a kid. I mean, we, we, we didn't live but 40 minutes from crossing a border. Um, so, you know, it's always sort of been one of those things that I've been keenly aware of. Um, more so now in my adult years that, you're gonna walk into a place. They, they're gonna, gonna hoover up a little information. Um, but it's extraordinary. <laughs> the, it's one thing for me to walk into an airport and be like, "Okay, I'm here. I'm like, I can be cert, you know, ask questions, what have you." Go to another country, same thing. Moving into their borders, and I, I don't know if people actually really a respect borders, right? Because I've seen some just complete fucking retards coming in or out of this country or going in and out of other countries from all sorts of countries, not just this one. And they don't quite get it. Like bucko, you don't, you're, you don't, they don't have to let you in. They don't have to talk to you. They can put you in a seat. There's a, you know, you don't have a lot of, you, you, you basically don't have any rights. Yeah. I mean, you have some, but let's, you know, um, but it, it's interesting when you look at this zone and it's like, so you get into some of this stuff and whether or not that's, you know, we think of a border as an entrance to an airport or, you know, car crossing. I'm like, tons of people gone in and out of Canada or in and out of Mexico, and they've seen the pictures of the borders. But this zone allows any law enforcement agency to utilize Border Patrol to come in and do a thing. And then they can have these, you know, what they call roving checkpoints. Kind of like DUI checkpoints yeah. or whatever. Just set them up. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we can get into, and we should, um, you know, and it's, if people want to go, go check it out over at the uh, ACLU. You know, the, the limitations of immigration officials. Um, if you're a U.S. citizen, eh, you, you, get, you, get a, you get a few things you can say. Um, or you can just choose not to answer, and I can, I can assure you that won't go well. Um, but it's kind of extraordinary. And then what's really fun to search around is the agreement between, let's just pick one, Canada and the United States. So any law agency can, you know, they can operate under, this isn't the Mounties like riding into America to find you because, or you came into Canada and they're going to ride to go find you. This is like literally... They they coordinate between each other as they should, and they share all your fucking information of where you are. So the guy in the red jacket and the horse, okay, that's not what you got to worry about. You got to worry about the people sitting behind the computers. Um, and then you want to dive into it. You can go to over the Canadian sites, and you can go to like what do they share, and this and that and the other. And I think I sent you a bunch of links. Um, you know, so just so you know, when you're in the border airport. Or one of these traveling roves of what they can do. Um, that's pretty much whatever. You know, name, social, photos of you. Um, whether or not you paid your taxes. Um, if you've been delinquent with the IRS down here, either side. Kind of gets fun. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, right? I'm not wrong. I have a healthy respect of this, but I also, the, the people that scream about, you know, we need more of this. We need more of that on the part these people. They, they don't, the, the, the people I talk to, I'm like, do you even have proof of your, of your, not that you weirdly enough, you don't have to prove you're a citizen in the United States. And, but you, you, you do at some point in time, like what's your proof? Like in can they, if you're in one of these zones, what can they do? Well, I don't know. They could just take all of your equipment, all of your baggage. Like, no. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, it's searchable. And I know lots of people are going to be like, well, Dan or Brandon, if I'm not doing anything wrong, I got nothing to hide. Well, I got fucking news for you, folks. <laughs> it's, it's, I've sat and been pulled in a secondary a couple of times and been like hand and face like, oh, not again. God damn it. We left the corkscrew in a carry-on bag or, you know, just some stupid shit. I'm pretty, I try to be pretty good, Brandon, when I travel. And, you know, I've traveled a lot. I try to go through everything and be like, I just want to make it easy for these folks. Like, I know I've got to take my shoes off. I know they're going to scan this and dig through this and pee scatter me or whatever the hell it's going to be. I try to, like, you know, pre-do a thing. Because, you know, you're running around camping with friends. You might leave, I don't know, a knife in your carry-on or something. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. It's I've not done a thing it before. you just, like, grab the night before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking before we recorded tonight, we used to um, watch Locked Up Abroad. Did you ever see that I never show? really got into that one, oddly enough. I, I, did, I did love An Idiot Abroad, uh, which was a wonderful show. But locked up abroad, nah, it was never, never in my uh, purview, as it were. It's kind of an older series, um, 
but it was it was just fucking extraordinary to me because these people were like, well, you know, I guess it kind of looks like white powder, and I'll just you know I'll, I'll shove it into my shoes, and it's these stories of these people getting caught, and I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, <laughs> I would never so much as ever touch that, especially half the time they're going in and out of countries that like don't necessarily get along with other countries. I mean, it's, I don't know. It gave, it gave me nightmares. But, you know, I'll sit in, you know, you sit in these airport check lines and you they just scan around like, oh, you know, who's who's trying to smuggle the emu or or. Yes. The emu. <laughs> here's here's my six foot tall bird. Of fruit or whatever. I'm gonna get him through airport security. <laughs> Somebody probably has. That's the funny part about it. Hey. I mean, go back and listen to our episode on like the TSA. We follow them on Twitter, and just recently, some of the new shit people are trying to like fly with. It it it's it, it you know whatever. It's stupid. But yeah, so to to the point, right? You don't you don't have you give up a lot of privacy. When I say a lot, I mean all of it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, we are day in day out. It's every it's every communication. It's every in in theory, right? It's every communication, every photo you have on your phone. Um. Plus, it's extraordinary because anytime you enter these zones, you are, I guess you can be, you know, basically put into a Dewey Decimal System of you've entered into a zone, you tried to cross, you didn't cross, or you successfully crossed. And it's your entire history of your entire life. Um, I was reading through that. It was kind of interesting, like how many times you've traveled, how many times you bought a one-way ticket, um, which these days people do that all the time because of, you know, weather and climate. Um, but yeah, these profiles are all built and then they're shared within countries and, and, you know, especially between the agreements we have with our, our friends to the North. Um, and that is your built living profile and where it gets really interesting is, or as they will say in some of these sites, um, gets gray is what's on the cloud. So the construct of the cloud is where, you know, where is the cloud? I don't know. You know where your cloud is? I do. Like you physically know where it's stored? In like which country? I know which state. Interesting. I know which country. Um, Yes, I'm very, very aware. (laughs) Where am I? Well, I would want it in Europe, but, you know, that's just me. Because they seem to they they they're wrapping their arms around this idea that you know human right to privacy seems to be a thing over there, which I think we need to get to. I, real I fast would argue over I, this I would not want mine in Europe. Um, I am not a European not? citizen, therefore, I am not afforded the rights of I mean, those that enough. live there. And as a United States citizen, uh, well, they 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 can spy on me through. Various accords and agreements, right? Well, they afford you some that it gets so comp. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, saying it becomes a very complicated some, issue. They extend some, <clears throat> correct? So to that point, it's a complicated issue because 
what's on you is searchable, but can they go that next step and basically get into your your house, if you will, for the idea and the construct and idea behind the Fourth Amendment, you know, without a warrant or without probable cause. Um, and that's why I brought up before we started recording, I mean, not before, in the first section of this podcast was the TOS is running everything. I mean, your terms of service, even when you get on the site, so you get on the, you know, U.S. sites or the Canadian sites, they clearly tell you, if you ask for this or you're here, this is what we're collecting, this and that and the other, um, which is kind of nice and transparent, you know, for people like us. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. You know, there's a toss and everything we do online, but that that's an agreement between you and whatever provider you're interacting with or whatever service you're interacting with. Uh, but then when it comes to government, you know, that's an entirely different entity uh, and the rules are entirely different. Um, border zone, border zone. It's your entire search history, whatever's on your devices. It's open game that social media all of it, it's open game. I mean, that's fair shake if they if they want to go so far, and you know some of the some of this stuff I've heard on different podcasts or read in the reporting is this becomes really problematic. I mean, not obviously, it's an important thing. They need to be able to go a certain distance, right? You know, they want to make keep bad people out, let good people do their thing. But you know, there are certain people, attorneys or journalists. Um which have to keep this stuff, obviously, you know, they're trying to protect a source or a client or something, you know, so you can see where you get into these very, very tough areas of, you know, what's what's allowed and, you know, are they, you know, is a particular person being nefarious or are they just trying to do the, the right thing? So, um, but I think typically people don't really think about these things, as we mentioned. Yeah, again, it's, 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 you know, little details and minutiae. I mean, if you ask the average citizen, you know, what what are the specific traffic laws uh, where you live? Um, I don't know that they could really pass a hundred question test regarding that. Uh, so when it comes to these, these larger, more macro concepts, uh, as far as governance and law is concerned and its applicability to the individual, uh, I think a lot of people, they just, you know, they go through the motions day in, day out. They don't follow a thing. Um, and I could I could take a big sidetrack into how that's devolved politics in our country, uh, but I won't. Uh, but I do think that people don't pay attention to these sorts of things because they don't see any reason to. You know, they're more concerned with the price of gasoline. They're more concerned with the price of groceries. Uh, and the schools they send their children to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, meanwhile, you know, you kind of have to go, ah, shit, there are some really not dangerous things, uh, you know, inherently, uh, like, like the border <coughs> zones. I don't, I don't think it's inherently dangerous uh, if it's being enforced by a government that has the best interest of its people in mind, but potentially dangerous Absolutely. You know, in the wrong hands, uh, mm -hmm. 
that that sort of reach and depth and scope uh, to look into uh, individuals on a piece of land uh, could very, very much be abused. And and I think that's a concern, and that's kind of how you and I think, because we're both uh, a bit cantankerous and curmudgeonly and go, well, you know, uh, in my day, uh, and so on and so forth. But yeah, no, it's, it's kind of wild. Well, I think there's a balance there. Um, but just to, just to read through some some examples here, um, so I'm just going to read off this website, which is you know what a border officer a border officers know. Easybordercrossing.com. I think anybody should know this. And within that hundred miles, um, especially you know folks that are screaming that our borders aren't secure, or that nothing's being done, I must remind them. Within that border zone, two-thirds of everybody within that border zone, if for a reason they suspect anything, any law enforcement can ask for a federal border folks to do a thing. And if you're crossing a border or you're in airport or you're coming through, I'm just going to rattle down a few things they can see and what they can hoover up and dig into deeper. Any criminal history your citizenship status, family members, relatives, various types of tax information, such as delinquent tax payments, current job, complete history of all border crossings, including state ports where there are no border checks, frequent travel memberships, um, whether or not you've renounced any type of citizenship, dishonorable discharge from the armed forces, um, any order of domestic violence or protection that's been, you know, granted against you or for you, your mental health status, your credit card data is also available thanks to the U.S. Patriot Act so they can see what you've been spending, your contacts, all of your contacts and their telephone numbers, your frequent flyer information, do I need to go on, <laughs> like your property records, your physical characteristics, that's kind of a fun one. And... So it just fucking kills me that we're screaming in this country. It's like, no, they've got all the this what they need. It's like if this isn't being managed, it's simply because we have zombies coming in that don't have any of this information or we don't have an agreement with countries where the people are coming from, which maybe we need to fucking start there if we're going to sort a thing out. We won't get make this into an immigration episode. <laughs> I mean, we could. Yet. Um, However. But... Yeah. We could, however, you know, my point is, you know, my rights, my privacies, y'all, y'all don't have a lot. None of, none of us do particularly. And especially if you're not a citizen and you have no status in this country, you know, I can keep going <laughs> like, you know, yeah, just no, scanning machines and searches and secondary and third dairy. Like, give me a yeah, fucking it really rate, is. It, right? it's, I just, it's I just wild. think it's thank you. cute. <laughs> it's a good word, but yeah, no, again, everybody lives in, in, in their little pocket, um, of the world or of this country. And you know, it's a, I can do whatever I want. I do this. I know that I do, you know, I did, it's good old boys network. Yeah. You know, I know everybody in law enforcement in my town, my cousin's a judge, you know, what have you. And they think this could never affect me. So, 
you know, like throw the hammer at anybody that's not like me. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, like that, that radicalized mentality is stripping them of their own rights because they're voting for it. They're, they're endorsing it. They're asking for it because in their mind, it'll never affect them. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. And, and yet they continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And at some point, again, like the table will always turn and they'll find themselves going, this is, I can't believe this isn't the country. Oh my God. And it's like, like your ideology put us in this place. So congratulations, like you idiots. Right. <laughs> and, and there will be. So I don't know. Well, it, it and I'm I'm going to mention a thing here. I might rant for a hot second on the topic of what you were going on because I don't think people really think outside of the box for a hot second. You know, when they're like, "There's nothing matter with that. Like this law needs to go. We don't. Who cares? You've got nothing to hide. Yada yada yada." I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm really not on like team. Give the rights up or the understood rights of you know what it is to be an American citizen. I'll say that I, I, you know, now that, now that some rights have been actually stripped away from people who have earned them and worked for them, that's a slippery fucking slope. My friends, um, it's not where I want to be living. It's not the, that's not the life I want to lead. I, I, I'd like to have more rights, not less. You know, I'm just saying that I think I don't understand why this isn't a bigger thing. Like, Hey, by the way, you know, but yeah, it's like, oh, if you have nothing, what are, you, what are you trying to fucking talk me into giving up more rights? I mean, again, I don't have anything to hide, you know, per se, other than like, you know, a, a few things, my web history or the book I'm working on or, or, you know, you know, whatever the wife and I did on a vacation somewhere. Like, come on, come the fuck on, folks. Like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, you know, don't boil a frog in the water. I'm feeling it right now. It's getting a little warm in this thing, right? Um, but yeah, it's and, and then the other incredible thing, and I and I will say this, and and I'll probably get in trouble, sort of, from some of my Canadian friends or relatives. Um, going back to the word "cute," I'm sure it works the same way in this country. You know, the the idea of the one thing they never mention is how much history of any of this information do they you know or how much how long do they keep this information i i'm guessing forever um would be a good start uh and then the other interesting thing is going to my point here you can request it you know you can yeah, ask you can but i think somebody somebody in a, in a in a conversation i had years ago in canada was going off about something you know they'd come back into the country whatever and they were like, what do you have on me? Like, how do I ask? And, you know, went through, they, they were, you know, whatever. And they're like, well, you can get it. You know, you're not, you're not on a list. But the minute we give it to you, you are. <laughs> it's sort of like, eh, it's okay, I get it. Government, people, citizens, you know. Funny how that works Here we out, are. right? Yeah, I wonder, you know, it's kind of interesting. I've never, I've never dug into, because I know you went through that with like Facebook or whatever they call themselves now, Meta. Um, didn't you go through that whole process of like figuring out just because they, they made it pretty hard to get to like, what all do they see about you and your accounts and what's being 
moved around, right? Uh, I did. I did go through that did out of curiosity. Whole... It wasn't terribly difficult at the time. Um, it was. It was on the heels of like the Cambridge Analytica scandal and everything else. And I, I can't remember the specifics, but I believe there was a settlement that said, "Hey, like if if Mister Doe requests." all of their information you have to provide it all all of it um and so at the time i, I believe there was a web form uh if you were logged into your account you could fill it out and get that data but i did and i still have it i have a copy of it um just to remind me <laughs> of, of how much i yeah we, because it's everything had? right like people be, they think you make a post, you delete a post, you post a photo, you delete a photo. Like you don't even need like somebody that doesn't like you or somebody on the receiving end of a message to save that data. Uh, and then maybe it'll come up later. Like it's, it's stored places because people don't think in these terms. Like, and I'm not saying in general, like there are plenty of, of tech savvy people. There are plenty of people that work in corporate America or in corporate environments that understand uh, the necessity for record keeping and, and the keeping of logs um, for various reasons, whether you need uh, an audit to be performed internally or externally or for compliance reasons or anything else. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're funneling your information through a massive corporation, they're going to keep records of that uh, because they have to. Uh, a lot of times legally, and even if they don't legally have to retain it, they, they still potentially will. Uh, and, you know, I think maybe eight eight or nine years I, on the, Facebook. I'm only, li- I'm only you know, laughing it like, because... It was like 17 to 20 yeah. gigabytes of data by the time I downloaded all of it. Uh, and it's really wild, and it's everything. I mean, it's every post, it's every photograph, it's every message it's it it's everything you know and i didn't even go through the entire you know kit and caboodle as they would say uh so who knows what else is there i don't know if there are logs um included in that that show you know when i logged on when i logged off how many hours i spent how many i'm sure i'm sure they have them even if they weren't included in that package um but yeah it's you know, the things you do online, especially through a uh, a free service or a social media service, uh, you know, good luck. Yeah, Free-ish. good luck. If you think it's uh, private, if you think that's uh, personal and unique to you and you have control over that, well, you better start educating yourself a little bit more because it most assuredly is not. And I, again, but, but really let's come down to it. It's about the user experience. Well, always 100%. When you forgot when you, when you forgot that delicious dish that you ordered, you know, six years ago, um, you know, and you show back up in, you know, whatever state or whatever country, you know, it's user experience. They'll be like, hey, didn't you like this six years ago? Remember the jumbo mumbo shrimp that you ordered? I mean, it, it's user experience. I want to know what I ate six years ago. 
because they know and I've forgotten. Yeah, I think it could be handy. It's incredibly handy from a marketing I'm being standpoint. Slightly facetious, oh. but but again, the rest of it maybe not so much, but also. Hey, now, now. I mean, there might come a time and a date because I know your name has been confused with another Brandon, and they think you didn't pay a thing. And that one, where I guess that one lives in another state or something. The way the way you prove yourself is to just let that other company have all of your social media data, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, the guy's never come down here. He's always been up there. We can see. You know what I mean? You know, it's an alibi. I like it. I, I, yeah, <laughs> that's a very thin. That's a very thin well, I, uh, it, 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 alibi. Well, I mean, maybe, right? I mean, I don't know what the other the other Brandon's doing, but I mean, you know, pretty common name. But other than and and, and it could just be that two company company has names confused. But I don't mean, and I know it's not it's not a big sore spot with you, but it's more of an annoyance, right? That occasionally you run into this thing online, and it's like. That's not me. That's the other. I mean, you you wish you could just like reach out to him. Be like, what what are you doing? Who are you? Can we just I mean, stop bumping really into each other? Yeah, just... I assume. One instance. I've had I've Why had two like instances. You know, idea? I have a moderately common name, um, and uh, twice in my life I had one. There was a power company that just added this random account, which I think is what you're referring to in another state. And I'm like, that is not me. Yes. <laughs> like. I, I, I have one address and uh, I live there and that's the only place I pay for this particular utility uh, and the only place I'm responsible to pay it. So please remove this. And after about six hours of phone calls, they did. And then a month or so later, uh, it, it was back under my account. So great. Uh, and then there was another time where I was arrested uh, for being, yeah, for being I forgot about that. not me. Um, and thankfully I was one of those weirdos that had my social security card, uh, which was baffling to me that based on my ID, they couldn't discern that I wasn't this person, but with my social security card and my ID, uh, they let me go because I wasn't that person, which was, you know, of an, of an entirely different race. <laughs> had they read a little further into the person they were looking for? Uh, which I, I found highly amusing. State, yeah. age, everything uh, else. But, you yeah. know, it, it is yeah. what it is. I'm like, here's my ID. It's issued by this state oh, what, that I'm in. Um, clearly, I'm not this person. Mm. But, you know, it, 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 was, it was a thing. And I lost a few hours out of a day. And, and life goes on. You know, incompetency, unfortunately, affects uh, people in every industry, in every occupation. And I definitely ran into some incompetent ones that day. I mean, I'm just still curious about the power bill thing, because I would, like, who had the bigger house? Like, you you could have been like, yeah, that's my place. And then the power bill's in your name, and then you're one step further. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm being facetious. You know could have been like, I'm, I'll live here. This is my bill. I've been paying this. You know, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm again, I'm kidding. Sort of how my brain thinks sometimes. Ain't nothing but a thing, right? But anyhow. Correct. 
Yeah, I think we'll leave a it there point to jump off. So for now. All right. Folks, we'll come up with another topic and then we'll get really angry about this topic <laughs> next time, I promise. We we but may very well. No right? promises yeah. for when it comes back up again. Yeah. And again, I've got nothing but respect for you know, border crossings and how governments have to function and the balance of these things. I'm just, it's making me, you know, pull my freaking hair out. You know, some of these folks that are like, well, nothing to hide. What are you worried about? I'm like, just shut the fuck up with that shit, right? Because, you know, half the time I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, just give me your login credentials. No, I can't do that. Well, why not? Well, you can't see what I, give me your, give me your, your access to your, private shit on your on your on your fucking cloud account or wherever your you know your dropbox no i don't want you to see that what you got nothing to fucking hide legally but like, maybe they maybe they don't want no, you to see yours. you know but, them just trash talking you but it's so fast and i'm like well and i'm like just like i'll just what are you gonna do with it well i'm just gonna put it out on the internet no 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 i can't have that happen i'm like you you, you realize okay whatever like <laughs> like can we at least get on the same fucking page yeah that's my privacy that's my house i don't need you going through my drawers like i invited you over as a guest that's sort of how i look at things like it would freak me out if somebody started like digging through my drawers and going through my shit right i don't know i just don't want you there seems like a good place to start and you know now that these things are being eroded or taken away um you know I won't rant anymore. I mean, yeah. anymore. I mean, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna rant. I was like, don't, don't, don't paint no, yourself in that this proverbial corner. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, I wouldn't. That would be like bullshitting the listeners. All right, all right. Yeah, should we leave it there? A, that's a great spot to uh, jump off this evening. Cool. So, until, until next, next time. time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Pubhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.